This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Today, a treasure trove of Hunter Biden leaks. Elon Musk backs out of his Twitter deal, and even Democrats don't want Biden to run in 2024. We have got all of that and more coming up, but it all starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. Happy Monday. I am Sarah Gonzalez, and I'm sitting here with uh, two of my friends who you may or may not have seen at uh, (laughs) Stu Does America's Power Hour Uh, on Friday. mm -hmm. We were just reliving uh, that, well, we're reliving what we could remember of it anyway, that experience. Super Gear, host of Stu Does America. Uh, Also, Alex Stein, Blaze TV. Please, TV contributor, I can't speak, and host of Conspiracy Castle, um, who... Elon. I remember it all. But yeah, I was going to say, I, I you remember were the, only the gastrointestinal one. problems. I wish I could forget. So. <laughs> <laughs> Did figure. you need to call a plumber the next day? No, but okay, I mean, well, my fine. toilet's fine, but my inside's not so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's not shredded. Uh, anyway, if you guys missed it, you're going to want to go and check it out. It did get a little wild. Yes. A little. Yes. With this one and Chad, between the two of you guys. And Stu, the bartender, was not very polite either. I mean, he was pouring shots like we were in Margaritaville. I thought oh. we were in a Jimmy Buffett uh, I, song. I poured a shot for Sarah that was closer to a McDonald's 32-ounce <laughs> extra-large soda. I don't know how she lived through it. Why I'm still I, recovering. Why did yeah, I honestly. take that? I don't know. It, it very, very, uh, I don't know. I think because you had had three or four previous, that yeah. that one sounded like a good idea, which it was not. Uh, yeah, I, sh- I, I still say... I should have eaten that day. Um, so I want to get into the uh, the news of the day here. Uh, obviously, if you frequent social media, what you probably saw that you're not going to hear discussed on CNN or MSNBC is that uh, 4chan users have claimed to have hacked Hunter Biden's iCloud account uh, and just kind of delivered the contents to the people on the Internet. So. Administrators of 4chan uh, obviously moved very quickly uh, to pull down the threads that included materials from this alleged leak. Again, I have to say alleged. Uh, And of course, many were really, really upset about that. But there have been some video clips, some uh, purported text message conversations and some little bit of goodies to to go over and unpack. So let me play for you first. Uh, One video that has emerged and been circulating all over Twitter um, is Hunter Biden who is apparently arguing with a prostitute about how about how much crack he actually has. And I'm going to go ahead and give you a spoiler alert. They're both wrong because apparently he can't read numbers. Watch. <laughs> so I just laid out the bag. It's 2.06. 2.07. No, that's 20.7. Laid out the bag. No, you read the point where the point actually is. <laughs> that's 20. 
0.7. He can't even get that right. That is, uh, I don't, I've well, never done crack cocaine. That yeah. looks like a lot. Well, no, no wonder he's always having so many problems. He thinks he's doing 2.07. <laughs> he's doing 20.7. <laughs> like, that's the problem here. That is the problem. How has he not died yet? I um, I, you know, I'm fascinated with. First of all, how much crack this guy, uh, I guess, uses. But also, (laughs) why does he feel the need to document his entire life which I just I just discussed this with Chad when I taped with him. I guess Val Kilmer did, but he was not like going around screwing prostitutes and smoking crack. I don't think mm. this guy is engaging in all of the illegal, illicit activities and seems to think that it's a good idea to record all of it. That's really amazing, isn't it? <laughs> well, uh, he's very, very uh, high all the time. Or you can watch Studos, Studos is where the, the video is. And you can see Sarah and I um, and, you know, it's a little, uh, many of the panelists, uh, with the exception of Alex, who's just naturally this way. <laughs> um, uh, we all look a little insane that night. We never approach anything close to a typical Tuesday for Hunter Biden, uh, which is really incredible when you think about it. And, you know, like, I feel like there is a uh, there's a part of every guy, a dark part of every guy that. If you made a long sequence of bad decisions, you could find yourself with crack and hookers. Like, there's a path there for guys. I I just, I I can almost understand how bad that's turned out. I don't understand the filming, though. I just, why he's naked in front of his phone all the time. All the time. No guy that I've ever known in my life wants to ever see themselves naked. This is, it's just not a good look. It doesn't work for guys. It's great for women, not great for guys. So, like... I don't understand it. He's, I mean, some of the time he's just by himself. Why would you, why would you film yourself? I don't, I can't contemplate any of it. Literally, the one that really gets me the most is he's in a float tank. Did you see? He's in a float, he's in the float tank. He decides that the angle of where he's going to record the phone is like, in between his legs, mm. where his junk is all over the place, and Mm-mm. he's smoking crack, recording himself like smoking crack, and I guess touching himself with the phone, like right here <laughs> in the float tank. I, th- I'm like, just no, wh- why? Make why would you want? <laughs> I, we why? know why. I think Rick James said it best that cocaine is a hell of a drug. All right. <laughs> so when you're high on crack, your decision making skills are uh, they're a little off, to say the least. Really? Yeah, and, no. and you know the one thing I will say though is you, know, you guys are being a little rude. Maybe. He's trying to do an OnlyFans, you know? It doesn't seem like he's making enough money, so maybe he's trying to get some content for his OnlyFans. But on a serious note, though, I guess the biggest problem about this is, like, we like the content. Why is the mainstream media so silent? Like, they have a, I mean, just a plethora of evidence and not one tweet from a blue check mark exposing this. That's what kind of makes me worried. Well, you know, and uh, you briefly mentioned this off-air before we started, Alex, and that if this was Trump Jr., Can you imagine the coverage that we would have seen? And I mean, think about, I don't know if you guys saw this, but when Donald Trump Jr. was going on and, you know, he'd go on interviews on Fox News, wherever, I heard from all of these blue check marks, like because he was talking fast and he had a Mm -hmm. wild look in his eyes and he was all sweaty. We knew, we knew he was doing cocaine. He's a coke addict. That's what they said about the guy. Now you literally have the president's son with crack cocaine in multiple videos and they're like, nah. Also, you keep the kids out of it. Oh, 
okay, now we keep the kids out of it. That's yeah. cute. That's really cute. Well, and you know, this is the other problem too. It's like everybody has a family member or knows somebody that has a problem with drugs. So it's like you can almost look at this, and, and the crack smoking is almost Hunter Biden's most redeeming quality. When you look at what he, <laughs> how he sold this out to the Ukraine, how he sold this out to China, how they're selling a million gallons of, or excuse me, a million barrels of our oil mm -hmm. reserves to a China that they have, you know, a one point seven billion dollar investment in. So that is what they're trying to hide is all the you know shady business dealings, but they'll give us the crack rocks and the prostitutes <laughs> to distract us when he's literally selling out our country and you know destabilizing the middle class. Yeah. I think like, you know, the, you could make the argument, okay, him and his crazy personal life, you know, maybe it doesn't have any effect. We all know that some of the stuff <laughs> we've seen is tied to Joe Biden. Mm -hmm. But yeah. even put that aside for a second. Who did this? Who hacked this phone? Could be one of his political enemies. Could be some conservative with uh, you know some computer skills who was able to pull this together. Could be one of his business enemies or some other enemy he's made in his life. Could be just some bored guy who thought it would be funny. But we just sent sixty billion dollars to Ukraine, yeah. and the Russians, who are known for their hacking ability, have said we need. There's a good chance there's going to be retaliation if you guys push this too far. It is totally plausible that the Russian government uh, approved or participated in this hack. This, all the money we've been sending to Ukraine, has potentially compromised the president of the United States and his family. This is not a, a little story. This is something that should be heavily investigated by all these media sources. You can't ignore this. This is a massive story. It could be the retaliation of a war we just entered. That's how important it could be. Now, it might not be that, but certainly these organizations with all of these resources should be looking into where this hack came from, who did it, is it legitimate? We should know all of these things. And they are just so stuck on ignoring everything that happens to this guy unless he tells it to, to you in his own book. Uh, then they'll have him on and give him a bunch of softball interviews. Yeah. They're fine talking about it then. Like this is, I mean, this is unbelievable, especially after they just admitted the first hack was real. Well, I want to say this on the speculation note. You know, could it be that maybe they're releasing this on purpose because nobody's supporting Joe Biden in the 2024 election? Yeah, so they yeah. Could, could be. be an ally. Yeah, yeah it, it absolutely could. I mean, well, there's a ton of stories that went on this weekend where it seems like now Democratic operatives are going uh, and to the media and saying, hey, you should start talking about how old he is all of a sudden. We just yeah. noticed. <laughs> the whole narrative yeah. has changed. I, it is. Well, oh. OK, so speaking of that, uh, in this dump, which I did say was a treasure trove of just all things you don't want to see and also maybe should know. Uh, there's another screenshot that showed a contact in, this is allegedly, of course, Hunter's phone, saved as Pedo Peter, which were, is supposed to be Joe Biden. And uh, back in October of 2020, the National Pulse actually reported exclusively that Joe Biden used the pseudonym Peter Henderson, which was a fictional Soviet Union era spy in a couple Tom Clancy novels who infiltrated the United States government. Um, so he was sharing a YouTube video on email with uh, his son, his uh, Jim, his brother, daughter-in-law, Hallie, as well as his sister and um, longtime political strategist. Val I just don't understand how he keeps, like, everyone around him is profiting off of this guy. Did you hear all of the people that I just listed? All of these people he's constantly, like, setting up deals for. They're making lots of money all because of his position uh, and his power. So I want to couple that with, okay, so Joe Biden is saved as pedo Peter on his phone, allegedly, right? We know about Ashley Biden's diary. 
We know about what she wrote about taking showers with her dad that she felt to be inappropriate um, in hindsight. She said, I remember having showers with my dad. Uh, probably not appropriate. Was I molested? Probably. I can't remember specifics, but I do remember trauma. I'm just saying. Like, it's a little weird. It's probably something you should know about Sarah, your president if that's, what the, if that's what the implication is. Joe Biden is the most popular president in the history of America. 81 million <laughs> votes. So he would never do anything wrong. He's never told a lie. He is literally the greatest man walking on this earth. So I'm not going to stand for this. Uh, we need to actually ignore this because we can't look at leaked documents. So, uh, Joe Biden, we love you. Thank you so much. The Blaze here. We support you 1,000%. 1, 1, <laughs> I, I, I do want to add to this, though. So back in October 2020, Rudy Giuliani, who I realize, like, he looks really crazy, right? Because he's going on and on about this laptop and about all of these things mm -hmm. that he knows. And everyone's like, yeah, the guy's crazy. He's got hair dye running in his face. Sure. And you're like, what is There's wrong with this guy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but previous to then, he seemed to be a pretty credible source of information. According mayor, to, that's what right? I'm saying. Like, no. according to most people, they wouldn't have called him just like some crazy uh, conspiracy theory guy like this one. Yeah, right? well. But back in October of 2020, uh, Rudy Giuliani, who had all of the contents of the laptop from Hunter Biden, um, he said that there were text messages from Hunter where Hunter had said that Hallie Biden, who I know we need a flow chart for this, but Hallie is Bo's widow. Right. Yes. So Hallie, um, who then Hunter went and like slept with after Bo died. So Hallie Biden, so weird. so weird, had accused him of having a sexually inappropriate relationship with an underage 14 year old girl in the family. Let's uh, let's revisit that interview with Rudy Giuliani. Watch. Well, this is really a very, very sensitive one. There's a uh, text message to his father. In which he says the following and he's discussing um, He's discussing his uh, sister-in-law, who for quite some time was his lover. And he says, uh, she, she told my therapist that I was sexually inappropriate. This would be with a unnamed 14-year-old girl. When she says that I FaceTime naked with the unnamed 14-year-old girl. Wow. And the reason I can't have her out to see me is because I walk around naked smoking crack, talking Tom girls on FaceTime. When she was pressed, she said that the unnamed 14-year-old girl never said anything like that, but the bottom line is that I created and caused a very unsafe environment for the kids. I'm just saying I feel like we probably need to know if the president and or his son uh, is a pedophile. I feel like we probably should know that. Seems like a big deal. Probably should look into it maybe <laughs> yeah. a little bit. I mean, I'm saying if, if this was completely inaccurate, if I'm Hunter Biden, I'm filing a defamation lawsuit against Rudy Giuliani. And he did not. He didn't. He did not. I mean, look, we all knew. You, I didn't think necessarily believe the origin story immediately of, of, of this laptop. Like, right. come on, he left it at a, at like, a repair shop. That no can't way. possibly be true. It was true. Yeah. Uh, and we now know that. It's now been confirmed by multiple places. Um, but it, there was never, I don't think, a question that it was authentic. I mean, it, it's, it all, it, could it have been hacked? That was my first thought. Well, there was from the, from the media and from yeah. social media who took the New York Post Twitter account down. Yeah. And uh, the, you know, NPR saying it was, a, you know, a bunch of lies. Right. But that's all been disproven now. But I mean, like, it, you know, this, the new batch from this phone, I went through a long, 
uh, too long of a thread of someone who was going through each each individual text and, and uh, voicemail trying to understand what was on there without having to see the pictures myself. <laughs> <laughs> that was my goal. That was smart. Mm. And, um, and, you know, it does seem like there's a lot on there. I mean, like, the, the, the it's a really weird thing. Like, I was talking to one of my friends about it. Like, you might have a, a, a name for a, a nickname for one of your parents. You might like bust on them, right? You yeah. might call them something. You might have a funny joke that you have with them or one of your friends. Calling your dad a pedophile <laughs> not funny. is not cool. Like, mm-hmm. now look, Hunter Biden's completely insane. <laughs> and I, so you, it's hard to keep anything in perspective of how he might act. But like, that is really weird to do unless you actually think it's true. I mean, calling your dad a pedophile, that, that's, I mean, I guess, I mean, when, you know, Ashley has this issue, like, I, I don't know, maybe, I, but it's too dark. It's not comedy, right? right. Like, it, no. it, it seems like it's like a real thing. Yeah. Well, this is a classic case of reality is stranger than fiction. And not even Tom Clancy, who they use the name Peter Henderson from one of his novels, <laughs> could write a fictional story like this. I mean, literally, you could give believable. A, I'm just saying yeah. you could give a million Hollywood scriptwriters write this script. They would say, uh, nobody would believe this. Yeah. So that's where we're at. We're in the upside down world, the clown world, where Joe Biden will blame everything on Putin. Putin, his mass inflation, mass inflation, mass immigration problem, massive drug problem. His son is part of it. They're not going to talk about that. They're just going to blame it on Putin. They're just lying to us right in our face. And I think this evidence proves the mainstream media does not have our back if they won't even cover this simple stuff like Hunter Biden smoking crack all day with prostitutes. Yeah, no kidding. Um, all right, we've got to, we've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Omega XL. So if you are one of Millions of Americans, you just live in constant pain. Maybe it's your knees, your neck, whatever the case may be. Um, I was in a car accident uh, a long time ago, but it messed up a bunch of the discs in my neck, and so I was just in pain all the time. Um, it's amazing how it can affect your mood and your entire way of life. Don't live that way. Do what I did. you got to go to uh, OmegaXL.com. Get there. It is an essential fatty acid combination from the waters of New Zealand. So a bunch of you, I know Stu is like, he loves Big Pharma. Like, he loves <laughs> Big Pharma. So a lot of people who love Big Pharma, they're like, it's natural? That's not going to work. No, 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 no. It actually does <laughs> stew. Yeah, I know about Omega XL. <laughs> no, it actually, it really does work. And you can get out of pain, and it will change your life, I'm telling you, if you can get out of pain. you got to go to OmegaXL.com. If you go there, uh, OmegaXL.com slash news. Right now, you can get a second bottle for free when you order. That is at OmegaXL.com slash news. <laughs> The group Shutdown DC announced on Friday that organizers would pay anyone who could tip protesters off to the locations of the conservative Supreme Court justices who actually just really enjoy like not killing babies. Apparently that's a no-no to shut down DC. They said DC industry workers, DC service industry workers, if you see Kavanaugh, Alito, Thomas, Gorsuch, Coney Barrett, or Roberts, DM us with the details. We'll Venmo you $50 for confirmed <laughs> sighting and $200 if they're still there 30 minutes after your message. Um, so this, of course, surprisingly uh, enough, did happen to Brett Kavanaugh. He was um, he was sitting at what was it Morton's? He was sitting at D.C. Morton's Steakhouse, and uh, protesters attempted to disrupt his dinner. Now Pete Buttigieg was asked about this um, because his husband, who, as we know, they went through a lot whenever 
um, mm. he gave birth, oh, and they yeah. and he had to go out on maternity toll. leave. Chest feeding. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it took a lot out of him physically, the toll it took on his body, uh, giving birth to that baby that actually he <laughs> didn't do because that's not possible. Um, but he was asked about this whole issue because his husband, Chaston, um, actually tweeted and mocked uh, Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh amid these uh, pro-abortion protests. Um, I'm going to go ahead and, and let you watch this. Let's go to a red-hot issue here in Washington. Your husband tweeted after uh, Justice Brett Kavanaugh left a Washington restaurant due to protesters. The tweet reads, sounds like he just wanted some privacy to make his own dining decisions. Is that appropriate, sir? Look, when uh, public officials go into public life, we, we should expect two things. One, uh, you should always be free from violence, harassment, and intimidation. And two, you're never going to be free from criticism or peaceful protest, people exercising their First Amendment rights. Okay. And that's what happened in this case. Remember, the justice never even came into contact with these protesters, uh, reportedly didn't see or hear them. And these protesters are upset because a right, an important right, that the majority of Americans support was taken away. Be very careful, mm. Petey. Mm. Be very, very careful. If that is the world you want, that is the world you're going to get. Yeah. Be very I mean, careful. That is, uh, and it's the only way to shut that down, right? The second that started happening to people on the left, they would be on, on mm -hmm. television saying how terrible it was. Yeah. And, and, and that might actually shut it down. I mean, I, I don't want that world, honestly. I don't, I don't want like like that world. Alex, you'd like. I that love stuff. that world. I'm going to DC this week. I hope they better keep that same energy, Pete, because I'm coming to do a peaceful protest, and you're going to see prime time with a big sign saying you guys all stink. So keep that same energy when the protest comes for you. Yeah, it's funny because I mean, this is what's going to happen to them. Obviously, like people are going to are going to go do that, and and and. You know, look, of course you, you don't have to, uh, you don't have a right to avoid criticism. No mm -hmm. one's saying you do, of course. We, there is some level of decorum that we have in our society that, that, that we've all respected for a long time and that I think has been generally good for civilization. If you don't want it, you don't have to have it. If you want to take that barrier away and make everybody who serves in public life constantly miserable, we can have that world if mm -hmm. you'd like it. Mm -hmm. They seem to be demanding it. I mean, you have people who are being, uh, threats are being made on the lives of this exact individual we're talking about. And he's still out here defending like this is appropriate. There's, it's not appropriate at all. It shouldn't happen. But I mean, look, if this is the world they want, you're right, Sarah, this is the world they're going to get. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be, it's going to chase people out of public life. And, uh, you know, eventually something bad is going to happen, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, they're not, we're not all as refined and under control as one Alex Stein. <laughs> well, no, you're 100% right, and there is no conspiracy. These people actually want to encourage protesters. It's very similar to what happened with George Floyd. You saw Kamala Harris donating to bail funds. You saw the celebrities yeah. that are donating to get these people that were arrested protesting out of jail. So they want this to happen. Yet, you know, they have a January 6th commission that if they're on the other side protesting, they're going to lock you up in jail in solitary confinement. So it is a rigged system. Obviously, we don't live in a fair society, but if you just look Look at these people. They're all hypocrites. And Pete Buttigieg is one of the biggest hypocrites. And I just think it's obvious to the American people now that what they're trying to do is cause more division. And it's working, sadly. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I want to talk about that when it comes to this issue of, of abortion, um, because I think that that's that's a great point. They are they're just trying to cause division. You heard uh, the president himself, but a, a bunch of the left last week talk about this 
supposed case of there was a 10-year-old mm-hmm. rape victim who was in Ohio, and she had to travel to Indiana to get an abortion because the Supreme Court had, had overturned Roe v. Wade and how horrible this was uh, to this, this poor 10-year-old who obviously would have been traumatized. I mean, just a horrible story to read about, right? Yeah. Um, so there was uh, PJ Media's Megan Fox was, that which... Not no, not the actress Megan Fox. This is a different Megan Fox. This is a smart Megan Fox. Uh, she said uh, the alleged story gave her a serious pause for a number of reasons. So she did a little bit of digging, like an actual journalist should have been doing all along, with uh, you know before spouting it all out as if it's just verifiably true. Uh, so she said a pregnant ten-year-old is evidence of a heinous crime against a child. But in every article, and there are so many, there is no mention of criminal investigation, no police involvement, not even a town where this allegedly occurred. An unnamed alleged child abuse doctor called Dr. Caitlin Bernard uh, to ask. So this is an abortionist in Indiana, by the way, was mm-hmm. the person that they called to uh, to ask for help. But any doctor who knows of abuse would be required to also call law enforcement. There should be a criminal investigation going on involving Ohio DFS and the police. So, you know, it's it really is interesting when you think about it. You're like, wait. How is she the first person who's brought that up? It's been reported in so many different outlets, and it's absolutely true. It's a 10-year-old. How in the world would there not be a criminal investigation even mentioned? It's almost as if it might not be true. Yeah, it definitely does not seem like it's true. And it was, of course, used to uh, to make it seem like, oh, this, these abortion laws are doing all these terrible things. That was the enemy of the story. Not the rapist, right? Not the rapist. That wasn't the enemy of the story. The enemy of the story was the travel to Indiana, I guess. That's the bad guy here. <laughs> Um, when in reality, if there is a second bad guy outside of the supposed rapist, it would be the doctor in Indiana who performed the abortion and did not report it. That would be a crime. Mm-hmm. That would be a crime. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it's 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 fascinating to see uh, that, how this played out because it was way too convenient a story. I mean, 10 year old, like I think I don't remember the number, but. Under, I think it's under the age of 15, there were only 50 abortions in the entire state for over an entire year. So the idea that wow. a 10-year-old immediately yeah, after this happened. Yeah. is so super suspicious. Right. And the fact that nobody, including the president of the United States, bothered to even check on it is just so typical of the way these guys operate. When it's on their side, they don't care at all. They'll never do a fact check. They'll never call around. They don't care. The, 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 the story was convenient for them. Mm-hmm. If it was the other way around, you know there would be exposés and long pieces in the Atlantic mm-hmm. and all the things to overturn these. Even if it was mostly true, they'd find whatever detail was off and they'd take it apart and say it's mostly false. It's so typical of what to expect here. And thank God the good Megan Fox actually did that report. <laughs> well, and it's funny because they say, well, it's not funny, but they say a 10-year-old, and the chances of a 10-year-old getting pregnant is probably very slim. I mean, I know this day and age with all the genetically modified food, and I know girls are getting <laughs> pregnant, pregnant earlier. I still think it's, a, you know, it's done to create sensationalism for us to get upset. Right. And then we find out the story is not accurate. So, ooh, big surprise. But this is the problem with me is they want to say, oh, well, we have to have abortion in the instance of rape or incest that is so rare that is so rarely the cause of a pregnancy and even if you look at the statistics 
I think it's like 95%, I believe, of abortions are done selectively because they don't want to have the baby, not because of rape or incest. And I think it's obviously less than 5%. So mm-hmm. this is how they control the narrative. They create, you know, outrage with false fake news. So Yeah, but, but by the way, really quickly, Snopes can't even confirm this story because no. the doctor won't return Snopes right. phone calls, yeah. right? So, I mean, right. I, just wanted to th- yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to throw that in there. But um, you bring up a great point, and Stu, I'm, I'm sure that you know probably the actual statistics because you're... You're, you're the stats yeah. guy, but even if you gave them that tiny rape and like even if you said yeah. it doesn't make sense, right? Because if it's a life, it's a it's a life. Mm-hmm. But even if you gave them that, they still wouldn't take it because that's no, not what it's of about. Not. That's it's not, not what it's about. That. It's just their little point, right. which you know. And look, there's a lot of even on the conservative side. Most of these states that are banning abortion have uh, cutouts for that. Right. And, you know, that's a whole a whole another situation. But it, you also have to kind of stop and say like, even if this story were true. Isn't it dumb? Like, the story there would be that a 10-year-old was raped. The story would not be she had to travel for 50 minutes to get to her abortion. Like, Mm -hmm. that's not the, she's not going to look back at this in 20 years and go, you know what? Gosh, the worst part about that was the drive. (laughs) Uh, The the drive was really terrible. It's a horrific story that should have been reported completely differently. But they didn't care. They didn't care if it was true. And they didn't care if they focused on the right thing. And if this was so rampant, they would have real examples to use in this instance. Mm -hmm. Um, All right. So uh, we got to take another quick break. First, we want to thank our sponsor, My Patriot Supply. Uh, so I don't know if you guys have noticed, but uh, all across America, farmers are warning about fertilizer shortages caused by supply chain breakdown. Uh, you know what this means? It means harvest will be a lot smaller. Food will be in short supply for the rest of the year. You've already heard the president, the wonderful, wonderful esteemed president, Joe Biden, <laughs> talking about how there is, there are going to be food shortages. There will be food shortages here in America. you got to get My Patriot Supply. They are the nation's largest preparedness company. They've got more than 55,000 four-star and five-star reviews, and they offer ready-hour food kits. They're delicious. They provide over 2,000 calories a day for sustainable energy, and it's going to stay fresh for up to 25 years, so it's going to be there whenever you need it. You're going to save $150 on each three-month kit. It's going to ship fast and free unmarked boxes so that your neighbors don't come over in the event that you need it. They don't come over and expect to share your emergency (laughs) food supply. You got to go to prepare with news, uh, prepare with news matters.com. That is uh, prepare with news matters.com. A lot of Twitter users are going to be uh, pretty sad about this one. July 8th, Elon Musk filed an amendment to a Schedule 13D with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission with the intention of terminating his April deal to purchase Twitter. Uh, Twitter's board, actually, this is very, very fascinating to see like the evolution of everyone's feelings about it. Because remember, they were pissed and they did not want to let him buy the company. And uh, but then finally, you know, it turned out that they're like, fine, we have to. And now that he has decided to try to pull out, uh, now they're there. They plan to uh, pursue legal action in an effort to close the transaction. Uh, lawyers for Elon Musk stated that uh, he was the billionaire was terminating the merger agreement because of his belief that Twitter is quote in material breach of multiple provisions end quote of the agreement. Um, and uh, Twitter has not provided information that he requested earlier regarding spam and fake accounts. Obviously, I know that the the speculation was Twitter was like yes, like probably around five percent, and it turns out that it's probably a lot more than that as a bot and spam accounts. We'll see what happens. Obviously, none of us are lawyers here, but um, I, I'm, it's, I'm sad. I'm well, sad. I, I always felt like I was like, 
there's no way this goes through. <laughs> Once he started seeing all of the high percentage of bots, his attitude seemed to, to change. But then he had that meeting with them. He had like a little Zoom call with them, uh, all the Twitter employees. So I thought, all right, maybe he's going to do it. Um, but no. Well, if you look at Joe Biden, I mean, they, they figured out half of his followers are all bots. They're fake. So we know it has a serious problem. And uh, for me, looking at, I'm not some stock market guy, but uh, Elon Musk's offer was at $54. Now it's at $34. It's dropped $20. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, for him to still buy it that it's this low, he's probably having a little buyer's remorse because he could have got it a lot cheaper. Wouldn't it be amazing if he gets away with this and, like, the end result is that he just made their company <laughs> way less valuable? <laughs> I would love that so much. Well, it's, I, you know, it's... It, it strikes me as a negotiation tactic, right? Yeah. Like, I yeah. mean, he he probably, is, you know, as you point out, he's over. I mean, now a yeah, year ago it was in the 70s. So, right. uh, you know, and then was it was it went down to his third, down into the 30s. Then he mm-hmm. started talking about it. Then it went up when he was going to buy it. Got up to around 50. Now it's back down to 34. You know, he should be probably paying less than 54.20. So he goes to them and he says, "Hey, you have too many bots." They go back and forth and they settle it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's hard to believe. Like, I do think he wants this, right? And, I could be wrong on this, but it feels like he does actually want to do this. Mm -hmm. I think he really believes it's important. I think he really does believe in the free speech stuff that he talks about. I also believe he's a much better businessman than anybody at Twitter and actually can make the site better. They can have good features. It's not just about the free speech. I think he could actually make a lot of money off of the site that for some reason they have not been able uh, to, to do themselves. You know, you think about this. There has probably never been a product in the history of of all time human history that has received more free advertising than Twitter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every single show talks about this person tweeted this, this person tweeted this. People are talking about it all the time. And yet it's like the eighth most profitable social network somehow. Like it just has been a, a constant failure. They yeah. have not been able to monetize it. He could. I think he would make the site more enjoyable, better. And I think he does want it. There, you know, there's there's a bunch of theories out there. There's there's a good conspiracy theory, Alex, on this, where uh, the idea is Alex is like I'm listening. I'm not listening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where the idea was he had he wanted to pull out a bunch of money out of Tesla, yeah. and so he went through with this idea of uh, selling. Because um, if he just goes and I'm going to sell eight billion dollars of Tesla, the Tesla stock's going to tank. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. instead, well, I'm selling this to buy. Twitter, mm. then he pulls out of the Twitter thing. He's got the money out, and he didn't crash the Tesla stock. I mean, that was you know, it's a little bit of a conspiracy. Well, Tesla theory. is being fun. investigated for their self-driving <laughs> software right now. They think there's been 27 crashes, mm. uh, really? you know, unexplained. Yeah, so they are under investigation for their self-driving system. So who knows? Maybe there's something <laughs> too. I mean, it's always fun when they come true. Uh, so anyway, I don't know. It's possible. I think. I think you know, his worst-case scenario seems to be he'd have to pay a billion dollars if he had right. to pull out of it because there's a billion-dollar clause in there. Uh, it's hard to believe that Elon Musk is going to pay a billion dollars for nothing. For nothing. So, like, yeah. my guess is this is a tactic. They're going to wind up settling maybe a little bit less. Maybe he gets it for fifty bucks or forty-eight or something like that, and they call it a day. Because I, I, unless you believe he really doesn't want it, maybe he's just torturing. Maybe he's trolling them. But this is an expensive troll. A lot of work has gone into this. I feel like he still wants it, and this is just a, a way to pull the price down. I, ho- I hope that he does. I really do. I, do I hope that he does. Well, be the, better for but the we, yeah. we got to make this point, though. Twitter is the only social media that something can truly go viral. I mean, Instagram, Facebook, something can get a lot of clicks. But somebody with no followers can leak something on Twitter, and it can get millions mm-hmm. and millions of hits. So it's really the true public square that you know all these other social medias want to be, these other social media companies want to be. So I think Elon Musk knows that, and he could make it very valuable. So 
I think you're right. I think this is a negotiation tactic, and I hope he does buy it. I hope yeah, he I does do too. it. Yeah. I mean, it's always been a great deal for Twitter, too. I mean, yeah, look, right. they were never going to put the value on this company to get to the stock price anyway, yeah. uh, right. unless there was just a, you know, a generalized market run-up. So, I mean, why not? They should do this. They should let someone else take it over. And it's to your point, like, the reason why I think it's the public square is because that's where all the media people hang mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not, I mean, I'm sure they have Instagram accounts. They probably pop over there. But when they're talking about the news and making the news, they're there reading your tweets. Mm -hmm. They see when you go viral. They look at those and and try to follow up, and it it spreads out of there so easily. Where on Instagram and Facebook, even though they have far more people using it, it it doesn't have that same effect. Well, I know that personally, because that's how I went viral. Literally, if it wasn't for Twitter, nobody I wouldn't be here sitting here today, so I love Twitter. I want to get back to something just completely off topic. Would you guys do a self-driving car? I can't can't do it. Like I need to know that I'm the one who is in control of Driving. Well, yeah, in case there's an apocalypse, you want to have gas. You want to have a gas or diesel car. And they just had the new F-150 that's on a battery. could only tow a boat 80 miles. But, I mean, would you just sit back and, like, just let a car drive for you while you're riding in it? I, I just can't. It would be I, hard. Ugh, I do think I eventually like you might get used to it. I mean, if you think about being on a plane, right, you're letting – that's what's happening there. Yeah, but right? I, yeah, I, I do know that – I don't know. I, I for, That's true. I don't know. For some reason, I no, know I, that obviously there's human error, but for some reason, like, I, I trust a human more than a computer. It's going to take time. I think, like – over time, my guess is if this is really good, I mean, eventually they'll get this technology down, but it might take a while. And I think early on, people are going to be very skeptical of it. Yeah. Over time, I think you will probably see these crash numbers come down and then people will start to slowly believe it. Like our kids who are not driving age yet yeah. will probably, I mean, there's a good chance they may never drive a car. That's I just, so weird. I wow. just bought a freaking car with a manual transmission. So like I'm totally <laughs> so you on the love driving. I like driving. Well, I like it. And, and Stu, this is actually a, a big point. A lot of 16 and 17 year olds, they're not getting their license. When I, I wanted my, I got a hardship license at yeah. 15. Yeah. My dad went and lied and said I had to drive him. He was sick and I might have to drive him to the hospital. So I can get a, a license when I was 15. I wanted to drive so I'm bad. I'm sure your dad loves that you just admitted that. Yeah, we don't care. It's, it's, you know, it's been 20 years, basically. So what I'm saying is this day and age, I don't think kids are as, as motivated yeah. to get their yeah, license. So maybe they'll love it. Oh, I can just get in my car and tweet all day while he drives for me. That's mm-hmm. true. That's true. Scary. That's really, and sad, But too. probably better than a teenager driving. Okay. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Okay, yeah, okay. all right. I take back. Okay, yeah. Self-driving car for my teens <laughs> only. Yes. But not for me. Uh, All right. We've got more to come first. I want to thank our sponsor, this segment, Grove Collaborative. So uh, look, it is time to become, listen, more sustainable because you want to you want to do what's sustainable. But more importantly, you have got to start using Grove for your household products. They've got a bunch of green uh, products so you can feel comfortable using it around your family, your dogs. You guys know I have a zoo in my, you have a zoo. Oh, yeah. I have a zoo. You really? have a zoo. We all have zoos in our yeah. house. Yeah, you can see like 5 million cats. Yeah, don't talk so, about it, please. But you want, <laughs> you want to know when you're using a cleaning product or whatever that it's safe for your cats because we've got cats, we've got babies running around, we've got all those, all those uh, creatures that we want to keep safe. Grove is the place that you can go to do it. Uh, They've got a bunch of stuff that you can find at Whole Foods, but for way less cost, uh, which is why I love shopping at Grove for all of my stuff. They've got Mrs. Myers. Uh, they have got it all. So you've got to go check it out. Go to grove.com slash news. You'll get a free gift uh, free gift set worth up to $50 with your first order. Shipping is fast and free. you got to go there. It is grove.com slash news. A new poll, we alluded to this earlier in the program, a new poll found that 64% of Democrat voters want someone else to run in the 2024 
presidential campaign. Uh, Biden's approval rating is down to a third of all Americans. This is according to the latest it's New York Times uh, Siena College poll. Just 26 percent of Democrat voters said that the party should renominate Biden. Um, things are not going well. Alex mentioned earlier on in the program, Kamala, she was asked, we, I don't, we don't have time to play the clip, but she was asked about Biden running in 2024, and she just completely ignored the question. Like, she <laughs> avoided answering the question yeah. and started talking about all of the good things that they're doing and uh, all the time she's gone to Europe, because that's what Kamala does. She just talks about things that nobody nobody cares about. She just makes up words. She just literally, <laughs> as she's, oh, We've got as a, she's speaking, we got I know a gr you, great brand new Veep, Veep Thoughts, thoughts tonight. Mm -hmm. uh, com. Check out all, all of uh, Kamala Harris's in incomprehensible speech. <laughs> uh, we've got I, something like 20 or 25 of them now up there. Uh, <laughs> they're it. all just idiotic. Um, yeah, but this is an incomprehensibly bad number yeah. for Joe Biden. I mean, 64 percent don't want him to run. That's not what you normally get out of your own party. Uh, the, the approval rating in this poll is 33 uh, percent. He now has the lowest approval rating uh, average of any president at this point in his presidency, going back as far as they've measured these polls. 13 percent of those surveyed think the nation was on the right track. Yeah. 13 percent. And that's, that's actually it. a high number compared to one. There, one came out last week. It was eight. Yeah. Eight versus eight. 88 percent so wrong track, 8% right track. This is a catastrophe. And, and, you know, they don't know what to do. This is, you saw a couple of stories come out this weekend where they were saying, hey, you know, we noticed uh, Joe Biden's really old. You guys notice that? Uh, he's yeah. really old. Yeah. Uh, this is a problem. And now the there's a, you know, this is kind of what our, one of the focuses we have on Stu Does America tonight. Stu Does the Democratic Mutiny, because it's beginning. They're starting to go now. They're starting to see this is off track. We are screwed. We're going to lose all of our power. They're starting to leak to the media. They're starting to undercut him. They're starting to leak these little narratives. And they start, those things start to build on each other. They start snowballing. When the, when the New York Times gets the okay to start bashing Joe Biden, that's really bad for Joe Biden. And it, I think, honestly, at the end of the day, he's got this midterm, com midterm coming up. If he can't turn it around, which I don't see there's any sign no. that he can by then, and this is the catastrophe that it looks like it's going to be, he's in real trouble as, as a nominee. They may find a way for him to spend more time with his family uh, yeah. coming up soon. He needs to spend more time with Hunter. And I think yeah. your, tweet, your tweet earlier said it best. I mean, the 64% that disapprove of him. What about the 36% that approve yeah, of him? Like, like, what I'm are they? I'm just concerned that they are not disapproving. They, yeah. They've all smoked crack with Hunter Biden. That's why they're <laughs> making that decision. Because seriously, you just look at the inflation, you look at the crime wave, you look at all the problems our country's facing. If anybody can actually say, oh, they still support Joe Biden at this point, they're high on crack. It was really funny. I, I wish that I could give credit to this guy. I forget his name. I think it's Shane something on Instagram who's been going around doing man on the street videos. Shane Ritchie. He's yes, very funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. So thank you. I'm glad. Um, so he went around. I, I think he's in L.A. Do you know? Well, he's in California for a lot of them, but I've seen them all over. I think he works for, uh, you know, one of these conservative kind of young news outlets. Not Turning Point, but it's called like America First or something like that. Well, he's going around interviewing people. A lot of them actually are minorities, right? So yeah. he's, I just watched a video of him interviewing uh, some, there were some black guys and he's asking them, you know, how, how Joe Biden's doing and stuff. And they're just like, we don't like it. Can't Brett, ride a bike. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah Brett, Brett is $5. He can't ride a bike. He's falling. I'm going to have to go ride a horse next time I want to go see my girlfriend. They didn't put it quite that uh, quite that way. But, I mean, it is, uh, like, all over. Nobody is happy with the way things are going. But, um, but is Gavin Newsom going to do the trick? 
I mean, Gavin Newsom is absolutely terrible. That's the, if that's the best they have, they're in real trouble because um, he's also just a douche. Like yeah. he's not a likable guy. He is he is very pompous and weird and stilted. And I don't think he's going to connect with the American people. But you know, they're going to be looking for something else. You know, they're mm-hmm. going to be looking for something else. I will say, you know, the the bad news in this poll. If you want to find bad news in this poll, this same group of people that approved of Joe Biden at thirty three percent. Those same people, when asked of a hypothetical matchup between Trump and Biden, Biden still won oh, by three. Oh my gosh! So like that, this is you know, look, I you know that a lot of people love Donald Trump. I, there's a lot of the stuff that he did that that I you know was really appreciative of. He did a lot of really good things. I mean, the fact that Roe versus Wade is not here, right. in yeah. No small part due to Donald Trump. But you know, there is just we've all known it. We've all seen it in the media. They treated him very unfairly, and they they've created a a, a world in which. They a lot of people in this country just can't stand him on sight. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and it's t- going to be tough for him to beat anybody. TDS is I real, real make, quick. OK, I just want to make this quick point, though. So for the people that, you know, the contrarian on the panel, if you, you guys all say Joe Biden's doing a bad job, but for the liberal world order, he's doing an incredible job. <laughs> <laughs> Great job, Joe. we got to take a break. We'll be back. That's scary. I mean, I, it is, that that's really, real. You know, it, I just feel like people just react to Trump. Yes. Like, Well, before we go, I want to make sure everyone is enlightened uh, about the uh, the fatness spectrum. Apparently, <laughs> let's watch a libs of TikTok video. I have thin privilege. What? But I'm so fat. I'm like a size 20, 22. How can I possibly have thin privilege? Because there are people who are fatter than me. When I go oh. on a plane, I might need a seatbelt extender. Uh-huh. I might be uncomfortable. I may not feel good. People may say things to me but I don't need to buy a second seat or risk getting kicked (laughs) off the plane. Almost all of us have some thin privilege. It's a spectrum and it goes by degrees. Oh my God. God, that's such a dumb world. I wish I had thin privilege. I need to get on a diet, but uh, at least I don't have to use a uh, seat belt extender, so I guess maybe I have a little bit. I I mean, like, yeah, sure. I guess like the fattest person (laughs) in the world has thin privilege until they die of a cardiac event. Yeah, it's just, we're in the clown world, obviously. This is really, this is really sad. Really sad. Well, thank you, Libs of TikTok, for enlightening us. Uh, Make sure to check out Stu Does America. Go back and watch the Power Hour if you didn't catch it. And uh, check out Alex's interview. On Tucker Carlson tonight. That's really, really exciting. I'm excited. I can't wait. I'm going to be watching. All right. Thanks, you guys. And uh, we will see you tomorrow. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.